Spirit of a Champion presents Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. Welcome to another Encouraging Moment. Hi, this is Bobby Williams, and I'm so glad you joined me today. I'm going to talk to you today about using God's Word to fight your battles. Well, we must fight our battles today with the Word of God. These spiritual battles that are being waged are battles of words with evil intentions. There's one side that's the side of light, which is God, and there's the other side, which is the side of Satan, which are just terrible, evil words with intentions to pull down people and to make them just feel bad about themselves. They are against God. They are antichrist. And they want you to believe that there is nothing you can do about your situation. These voices, these words of tyranny, these words of taking away freedoms, these words of twisting the truth, taking a word and changing its definition, all of these things today are contrary or against God's word. And we're going to see in the Bible today, this is a great lesson. You want to get your Bible out. It's in 1 Samuel 17. And it's all about David and Goliath. Now, I know you've heard the story about David and Goliath, but maybe not this way. And so stay with me today. You will want to hear this story of David and Goliath and how words make the difference. Words are powerful, and you can either speak life into people or you can speak death, the Bible says. And we're speaking life on this channel. We're speaking life into people and giving them hope and faith, and strength, and trust. And that's what this lesson will do, is take you into a stronger faith with Jesus Christ and help you to fight against those bad voices in your head from Satan and also the world which is filled with all these things today that are trying to pull down our faith in God and trying to pull down our democracy and who we are in America and across the world. So anyway, get your Bible out and let's pray about these things. Dear Heavenly Father, I just pray that those listening today to our message will be lifted up, lifted up by your word, lifted up by the Holy Spirit, the presence of God, lifted up by the truth of the Bible today so that they can take these words and strengthen their faith, Lord, and then use them to fight the battles in their life like you have shown us in your word and purposed for us to be victorious as Christians in this life. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. So the story of David and Goliath is an amazing story, and it's set back when Israel had a great army, but yet the Philistines were their enemies. And it says in the second verse of chapter 17 of 1 Samuel, it says, Saul and the Israelite army assembled and camped in the valley of Elah, where they arranged their battle lines to fight against the Philistines. The Philistines were the enemies of God's people. They really were Satan. They were part of Satan's team. They were part of darkness. They worshiped idols, and they didn't bow down or fall down to the one true God. They had false gods, and they wanted to destroy and kill and murder all the Israelites. They wanted to get rid of all of Israel. And so they had a champion that came out of their camp, and his name was Goliath. And at today's standards, he was still really tall. He was a giant. He was. The Bible says he's seven feet tall. Some people have said that maybe he was seven and a half feet tall, maybe eight feet tall. 
but the average person during that time was around five feet tall. And so you can just see how big this giant was, and especially to a 15-year-old boy, David, who was about to fight him. The enemy was on one side, and God's people were on the other side. And yet this champion, this giant, would come out. And he would taunt the people of God with words. You know, it sounds like today, doesn't it? We hear terrible things in media. We hear terrible things against the Lord. We hear terrible things. In fact, Satan has come to kill and to destroy the Christian. You know, that's what the Bible says in John 10.10. You can look it up. Jesus said, Satan has come to kill and to destroy, but Jesus came to give them life and give it more abundantly. This is what the fight really is. It's a war of words and intents of the heart. And the intent of one side is darkness. They want to rule over people, and they want to have power over people. And then the other side is freedom and light, faith, love, and hope. And that's what we have. So here's the words of the giant. He comes out every day, and he taunts the army of Israel. And what's amazing is all these men of Israel, their faith was so weak, they were afraid of this giant. When you see this giant come out, and he's taunting them and saying, bring one of your people out, and if they can fight me, then we will become your servants. But if I beat them, then you will become our servants. And it goes on for days and days. Well, David's father sends him in to see some of his brothers that are already in the army. They're older, fighting for God. He goes to see them, and here comes the giant. He comes back out, and all these grown men in the army, they're afraid and they're shivering. Well, David sees them, and and here's where we're going to read in 1 Samuel 17 and verse 41. The Philistine, with his shield-bearer walking in front of him, kept coming closer to David. When the Philistine looked carefully at David, he despised him, for he was only a ruddy and handsome boy. Here's David saying to the king of Israel, I will go out and fight the giant. And the king of Israel, Saul couldn't believe that this little 15-year-old boy, he said, no, I'm from God. I'm going out to fight that demon, that devil, that giant. And all the other men were afraid. And here, Saul saw the greatness of God was in this young man. And the Spirit of God hovered over this young man. And the Word of God was in this young man. And so, the giant comes out to fight the battle. And David heard his taunting. And that was the call. When he heard the giant come out to fight this army and taunt God's army, he decided, that's it. I'm throwing it down. I'm going out to fight him. So this is when what happens. The giant comes out to the middle of the field, and David, the young 15-year-old boy, comes out to meet this superior warrior giant, experienced, battle-driven giant that's going to kill him. Listen to these words. Now, you've heard the story, but now listen to what the giant says. And so the Philistine, with his shield-bearer, Walking in front of him, kept coming closer to David. When the Philistine looked carefully at David, he despised him, for he was only a ruddy and handsome boy. The Philistine said to David, Am I a dog that you are coming after me with sticks? Because 
David came out there with no armament. King Saul tried to put armament on to David, but David said, it doesn't fit me. That's not what God's trying to do with me. I can't wear it. It's too heavy, and that's not the way I fight. So he tries to put him in like his army, and he says, no, take it off, and they take all the armament out. David walks out with no armament, no shield bearer. Now, a shield bearer walked in front of the giant holding a shield stopping some of the arrows, giving him his sword and different things and helping and assisting him. So here two people come out against him. He's one, and he has no armor, but he has God, and who does Goliath have? Just the world. That's what happens here. And so the Philistines said to David, am I a dog that you are coming after me with sticks? He said, why can't one of your great experienced warriors come out, but you send a 15-year-old boy? Then the Philistine cursed David by his gods. The Philistine said to David, come here to me so I can give your flesh to the birds of the sky and the wild animals of the field. Now, do you hear these words, the threats of demon, the threats of Satan, the threats of hell? That's exactly what this Philistine was all about. Listen to his own words that condemn him against God's man. It says, come here to me so I can give your flesh to the birds of the sky and the wild animals of the field. But then David talks and he says, but David replied to the Philistine and he replied to him in words. See, your words can fight the battle through God. Listen to this. You are coming against me with sword and spear and javelin, but I am coming against you in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel's armies, who you have defiled. He said, you've defiled the army of God with your words and your treachery and your deceit and your lies and your taunting, and I am coming against you with the heaven's armies, the Lord's armies, you can just imagine that the angels that came on David's side to fight this battle were everywhere and in the natural. If they could have only seen all the angels behind him, Goliath would have then been afraid and not just seen this boy. But David knew that God was on his side, that he had his word, he had his spirit, he had his power, he had his wisdom. And so listen to what he says with his words to the giant. He says, you are coming against me with sword and spirit and javelin, but I am coming against you in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of the Israel armies, whom you have defiled. And he says to him, this very day, the Lord will deliver you into my hand and I will strike you down and cut off your head. This day, I will give the corpses of the Philistine army to the birds of the sky and the wild animals of the land. Then all the land will realize that Israel has a God and all this assembly will know that it is not by sword or spirit that the Lord saves. For the battle is the Lord's, and he will deliver you into our hand. What an unbelievable word of God telling this giant, you're coming to me in the natural, in the word of the world, but I'm coming to you with the word of God and the power of God. And watch what happens, saints, when this happens. 
uh, the Philistine drew closer to David to attack him. While David quickly ran toward the battle line to attack the Philistine, David reached into his bag and took out a stone. He slung it, striking the Philistine on the forehead. The stone sank deeply into the forehead of the giant, and he fell down with his face to the ground. This boy took out a natural rock, a stone, out of his pouch that he had gotten from the stream, the river, and he slung it with a sling and perfectly shot right into the head of the Goliath, the giant. Now, only God can do that. One stone, one sling, one shot, and it hits him right between the eyes and knocks him down. David prevailed over the Philistine with just the sling and the stone. He struck down the Philistine and killed him. David did not even have a sword in his hand. David ran and stood over the Philistine. He grabbed Goliath's sword, drew it from its sheath, and after killing him, he cut off his head with it. When the Philistines saw their champion was dead, they ran away. Then the men of Israel and Judah charged forward, shouting a battle cry. Again, the word. They shouted the battle cry. The word. David said, I'm coming to you with the armies of God. The angels were behind him. The word of God was with him. I just want to tell you my first thing is when you get into a battle, pray the word. Here's here's what David did. He talked to God. He told God, I'm going into this battle. And if you're getting pushed around by words of the natural today, uh, Satan may be coming to your mind and saying, you're not going to make it. It's not going to work out for you. These things work out. You might have in your office place someone who is against God, someone who's against you, someone who's making it hard on you, someone who's an agitator. Just pray about it. Take it to God. Be great to everybody in your office. Be strong in understanding the word inside of you will eventually win because God himself will fight this battle as you pray to him. And Ephesians 6.18 says, And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests with this in mind. Be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. Be alert. Always know that your prayers are heard. The words that you use are heard when you pray them to heaven. And by the way, we're supposed to use the word when we pray. You know, when I go before the Lord, I'm so humble and contrite in heart, and I ask him for things that we need, things for other people, healing for others, healing for family members, healing for myself sometimes. But I'll come to him and say, Lord, I love you so much. Forgive me of my sins. Help me through this time. If I'm praying for somebody that needs a healing, I'll use Jeremiah thirty seventeen says, I will restore your health. I will heal your wounds, declares the Lord. And I'll say to the Lord, Lord, your word says in Jeremiah 30, 17, that you have said, Lord, that you would restore our health. You would heal our wounds, declares you, Lord. So I trust you, God. And I'm just saying, please, by your own word, heal this person in Jesus' name. And the power of God comes upon that situation and heals that situation and gives us victory. 
You use the word, or I might say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And that word strengthens my inner man. And I'm before God, and I'm saying, Lord, I need strength during this time. Give me strength to get through this trial. Lord, give us hope and help during this time. And God will bring the strength and the power upon me. And I'll be able to walk in joy and peace, even in the midst of a big trial. And you can too. Whatever you're struggling with, Look up the scripture that goes with it. I'll give you another one. Delight yourself, Psalm 37. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Well, as you trust God, as you work with God, as you're a servant leader, and you're in the word, and you're praying, and you're walking with God, and you're walking holy unto God, you should expect that he is a rewarder. Hebrews 11, 6 says, Without faith, it's impossible to please God. For those who follow him must know that he is a rewarder of those who follow him and have faith. You've got to have faith in God during these times. The world right now is saying terrible things. You can listen to the media and the world spewing out these hateful words to people. But I'm saying to you, the love of Christ, the love of the Bible, the love of God's word can instill in a man and a woman so strongly that they can stand firm no matter what they're going through. And praise God, he will give you the words. He will give you the word of God, which you have. You should be holding on to that Bible and reading it every day for power in your life. And then the second thing is praising the word. Let everything, the Bible says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, Psalm 156. Praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being. Praise his holy name, Psalm 103.3. You know, I walk around all day and praise the Lord and thank God for the blessing and thank God for the moment and thank God for our health and thank God. And I praise his name for his greatness and I thank God for all the wonderful things he's done and you should be doing that too. Get out some praise music. I've told you before in my lessons. Get out some praise music and start worshiping God and praise him and the Holy Spirit will fall on you and the power of God will be in you like it was in David. And when you walk into a battle, whether it's in an office, you can pray about it before you go into a meeting. One of my dear friends went into a meeting. Their company was bought by another big company. And of course, when management comes in and the new bosses come in, they want things their way. And I understand that. But sometimes those things are not so pleasant. They're hard meetings to go through. There's change. And sometimes salaries get cut. Sometimes people get fired. So it's an atmosphere of strife and hurt. And my friend called me and said, Bobby, I'm going through this big change at work and a big giant corporation's taken over and they've fired several people. I'm worried about my job. Will you pray for me? I said, yes, I will. And listen, when you go into that meeting, just trust God and don't say anything. Really think through before you use your words because your words have power. Let's pray for you right now. So I prayed a prayer for her. And when she went in the meeting, they were trying to cut her salary. And instead of cutting her salary, they gave it back to her because God is powerful and the word of God is true. And we prayed, Lord, don't let her salary be cut. She's been there for five years. She's been a good servant, Lord. And they kept her salary in. And that was because the words couldn't come out of their mouth to cut her salary. Even after they said they were going to do it, God intervened in her behalf. 
and they did not cut her salary. Friend, God is so wonderful. He wants it to work out for you. The Word of God is so powerful. Words matter. Speak life into your family, into your existence, and use it through the power of the Holy Spirit, through the Word of God, and He's going to fight your battles. Proclaiming the Word. That's my third point in this. Proclaiming the Word. Proclamations to stand on God's word. Listen to this. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat of its fruits. Proverbs 18.21. I am really weary in this society today that someone's trying to tell me what to believe, and I believe the word of God is true from the front of the Bible to the back cover, and I know there are no mistakes, and I will not waver, and you shouldn't either. No matter what you hear in the media, no matter how they want to tear you down, you stand with God, and you proclaim his word, and you pray in Jesus' name, and you stay strong with God, because in the end, he is the only one that is going to give you the victory that you need, just like David, a 15-year-old boy against the world Goliath, who looked like he was really strong. He had the armament. It looked like his word would prevail. But know what happened? God's word prevailed against a giant demon, Satan. And that's what's going to happen in your life right now, because I know that the word is true, and I know for you. And we're standing with you in these days. We're standing with you. We're saying God is the God of hope. We're saying God is the God of love. We're saying God is the God of second chances and third and a thousand chances. We're saying God is the God of restoration. We're saying to you that you may have doubts, but God will make you and help you get through this situation. Have faith in God, trust Him, and proclaim His word. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat it of its fruits. So if you're down and you're saying terrible things to yourself and your family, you're going to get that negative thought. What you need to do is change your mind and put the word of God in your mind so that what comes out of your heart is His word and power, the power of God's life. The tongue has the power of life. So what are you speaking? What are you thinking? Only think on good things. Only speak on good things. And then naturally, you will have the power of God living inside of you because if you're a Christian, you already do. But you have to tap into that by having faith through the power of the Holy Spirit and His Word. Amen and amen. This is what one of the Bible promises. And it says here, If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, Jesus said this in Luke 17, 6, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted into the sea, and it will obey you. Jesus is saying, words matter. And what you say to your daughter and your son and your wife or your husband or your grandma or your grandpa, words matter. Be very careful what you say to your family, because if you're one of the saints of the Most High God and you're a born-again Christian, what we say should be coming out of a standard of love that God has set. Remember what God's commandment is, love the Lord with all your heart, your mind, and your soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. That's what we're called to be and do. But you have to know the Word of God. You have to speak those positive words of God, and you have to believe in those words and proclaim those words and pronounce those words and praise those words and pray those words 
to have success in this life. Well, I hope you'll read this week, 1 Samuel chapter 17 for yourself and get a really great read on this whole battle and read it from the point of what is said and not just the actions that were taken. And then after you read it from the point of being what it said, then see what actions happen and notice that the light of God, the power of God won the victory because of the words that were said and the actions that were taken by the saint of God, David, who became later became king of Israel. What a great story and lesson this was today. I love you so much in the Lord, and I am praying for you every day. This ministry loves you and thanks you for your prayers and your gifts for our ministry. Go to encouragingmoments.com, sign up for my daily newsletter. We're going to have those coming out every single day from now on. And just go to the homepage, put in your email, get involved, and get engaged with Spirit of a Champion. Know that we love you in the Lord, and we are praying for you daily. Let me pray for you right now. Dear Heavenly Father, I know that someone out there right now is going through a tough time, but Father, your word will release them. Your word will bring them freedom. Your word will bring them strength and hope, and your word will be manifested in their life as they trust your word to bring them the victory in Jesus' name. Well, we love you in the Lord again. I just want to say that to you. can't say that to you enough. We love you in the Lord. Until next time, be encouraged. Thank you for listening to Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. For more Encouraging Moments, go to spiritofachampion.com or join us on Facebook at Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams.